Welcome back to That One Show with the Newmans. I'm Ethan Newman. And I'm Bethany Newman. And today, we are going to discuss the suspicious, mysterious Area 51. You may know Area 51 as the location where the United States government holds all the aliens. Or you may know it as the location that the U.S. government keeps secrets about stealthy aircrafts and other military secrets. So, with that being said, conspiracy theories. There's plenty of them out there. We've got what started off back about 72 years ago near Roswell. There was supposedly a weather balloon that had crashed near the town, and all of the folks that had witnessed it swore that it was an unidentified flying object. And of course, the government's response was, as I had stated previously, it was a weather balloon that had crashed. So, not to say that I don't believe in alien life, or maybe not necessarily that verbiage. I don't even like that verbiage. But like, you know, intelligent life forms. Extraterrestrial. Yeah, I, I, I guess that would be the scientific term for it. Uh, because I, I do fully believe that there is intelligent life outside of Earth. And outside of possibly even the solar system. But heck, there may be some life in the solar system that we don't know about. And I can agree with that, especially when you look at the definition of extraterrestrial life, which is life that may exist and originate outside the planet Earth, the only place in the universe currently known by humans to support life. So I think when you look at it that way, it's hard to believe that there's not anything else out there, whether... You know, like you've said before, whether it's could be yeah, it could be a microbe. I mean, it could be anything. And, and I mean, whenever you look into a clear night sky, the stars that are out there, there you you can't count how many there are. I mean, of course, scientists try to do that because uh, you know they want to try and document everything and map out the universe. But whenever you're talking about millions and billions and even trillions of different stars, you can't tell me that there's not even one star that has a, a planet that can be suitable for life out of all of those trillion stars. Now let me play kind of the, the other side of the field here and say if there is other life out there besides just us why have we not found anything yet why has there been absolutely no specks of evidence of this well i mean quite simply put you know when you're talking about the trillions of different stars out there most of those there's no way that we could possibly even reach out to it not i mean if if we were to send like a light signal you know the the nearest uh, system with life may be, you know, a billion light years away. So by the time that we would send any, even if we did a light signal to them, it would be a billion years later before they would even see it. And we'll probably be extinct by then. So uh, the, the, that would bring me to the conclusion that, you know, the alien life out there has either not detected us or they are in the same boat as we are and don't have the capability to reach out in the way that we would like to. That makes sense. It really does. Now, I'm not the type of, I guess, believer in extraterrestrial life as being the little green men 
that you see in movies or that everybody associates aliens with as the little green man. I don't, when I think of aliens or like even people talking about there being aliens at Area 51, I don't picture little green men. Now, you know, I think a lot of times the extraterrestrial spectrum gets kind of summed up into a little green thing that we know nothing about. Right. You know, or all of the stories that you hear about people being abducted by UFOs or, you know, those kinds of things. I'm more of the skeptic when it comes to UFOs and aliens in the sense of how people explain them most of the time. I am a little bit more skeptical to those kinds of things. And if we're going back to the Area 51, I am extremely skeptical that there is anything weird and out of the ordinary in this Air Force base. I just, I don't believe that there's anything spectacular going on that the whole world is just waiting to find out about. Right. No, I, I completely agree with that. And, you know, the, the thing is with like Area 51, there is declassified information uh, showing that it has simply been nothing but a secret Air Force base testing out secret airplanes so that they can secretly develop technology. I mean, yeah. So if you look at it, technically, Area 51 is a conspiracy just because the government is keeping it a secret from us. Now, is it a conspiracy because everything is just so secret? Or is it a conspiracy because it's a government secret base? What would you say more people... What makes it more of a conspiracy to people? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, first off, the fact that it's a government... secret everyone yeah that's that's absolutely going to be the number one type of conspiracy but i mean by definition though it is a conspiracy because it's something that's being hidden from us that they are trying to keep as a secret from the general public for all the right reasons too because first and foremost i don't want to have the information of top secret military equipment so that I can have, like back then, the Soviets after me trying to get that info. Mm -hmm. I mean, they keep stuff a secret for our safety. Uh, And then also, you know, so that they can have an upper hand and that someone doesn't try and mimic them or copy their technology. Now, okay, here's, here's a question. I guess it's more of a give me your opinion kind of question. Okay. Since everybody has always been so... I'm not going to say everybody, since people have been paranoid about Area 51 and what secrets lie behind their big, probably boring doors, why do you think nobody has just been like, hey, this is what we're doing, we can't tell you everything, but here's the big picture, there's nothing crazy here, y'all don't need to come storm Area 51, like, it's okay. Well, I think that uh, that they would know that even giving out that much information wouldn't it wouldn't change a lot of other people's thoughts. I mean, they'd be wasting their breath saying, "Hey, we test airplanes here," because there's already stuff out there that says that. I mean, they're on Google Maps, and there's airplanes. Yeah, like, I, I mean, mean and then there's to... a giant runway there, like it's an Air Force base. Right, right. The only thing or that installation. I... Exactly. And the only thing that I've seen that can remotely look top secret is it looks like there's a tunnel. But you look at almost every military base in the United States, and I guarantee you they have a tunnel going to a bunker. 
I mean, we, we live not too far away from one ourselves, and I guarantee you, in fact, I've heard people say that they do have their own bunker tunnel type thing, and, you know, that's it, it could be just for testing out equipment. Well, and I've heard stories um, about, you know, certain bases and secrets that they hold, but you don't see everybody rushing to raid these places. No. So what makes, out of, because this is not... The, this cannot be the only Area 51 type place that they have. Oh, I'm sure. Why is this the target of all of the alien theories? Well, and and, and I'm glad you actually said that because Area 51 is pretty much just famous by Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood has made Area 51 famous. I mean, you go back to uh, the movie Independence Day. They had a lot... Phenomenal movie. Yeah, absolutely. I love that movie. It was way ahead of its time. But nonetheless, they Area 51 played a really big role in that, and they did have aliens there. So, of course, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, see, we were right, because it's in a movie. It happened, you know, but that that's not obviously not always the case, because in truth be told, here's the thing. If the government has secret alien life, behind closed doors in a cage or in a lab or whatever, I can almost certainly guarantee that it would be anywhere but Area 51. Just because of the publicity it has, the the rumors about it. If if there ever was any sort of alien life forms there or alien technology, they would have done moved it by now and put it in Area 28 or whatever, you know. So... I, I'm very firm in believing that. And, and the thing is, you know, with how much of a secret that is, and it's been about 72 years since the article that I've read from, uh, I think it was Time Magazine, that it got its name about the, the or its, its reputation of aliens. Um, so 72 years, you mean to tell me not one person was able to provide any sort of evidence about anything going on in Area 51. I mean, you know, I get it. You know, according to the movie, if you talk, you die. You know, the government comes after you and kills you or whatever. Um, but still, 72 years, that's that's almost a century of time that nobody has been able to sneak out any sort of evidence, especially in today's society with social media and, I mean, you know, posting it on Facebook before you get caught. I mean... Well, not only that, but they just released all of those declassified, which I think we mentioned earlier, all those declassified articles. Right. And, like, yes, I'm sure people are going to say, like, well, they didn't release all of them, or, you know... Well, of course not. I mean, they, they can't release all of them because, I mean... But the ones that are basically eligible to be declassified, they've released, and there has been nothing, not one tiny little piece of information that even points towards aliens, extraterrestrial life, whatever you want to call it. There is nothing weird and out of the ordinary from this military installation as anywhere else. Right, right. And the only, uh, I guess, if you want to phrase it, unidentified flying object that they would even document on there was uh, a time or two that they thought that they had saw the MiG aircrafts from China. Back in, you know, I think it was uh, after World War II, I, th- I think right near the Cold War era is whenever they had saw that. But that's the only thing that I was able to find that they had documented that they thought that they had saw. Um, 
But yeah, there's nothing in there remotely indicating anything about aliens. Now, how do you feel about this, um, the Facebook group they started about rushing Area 51? Like, they can't catch us all. How do you, I mean, I feel like I was just, I just felt like I was in a Pokemon TV show. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But how, I mean, what are your, on a serious note, I guess, what are your opinions about people actually i know it started off i think as a joke yeah but i do think that there have been kind of groups that have no yeah there's people that are definitely taking it seriously so what do you think about that want me to put it bluntly yes okay well lightly and bluntly well i can't i can't really be polite (laughs) um i guess the politest way that i will put this is i think that if people do storm area 51 there's a very good chance that they will see some of the government secrets mowing them down. You know, because I'm sure they've got weapon uh, weapons that they've done research on, aircrafts they've uh, secretly developed. Um, and I, I believe that if people are wanting to see what's behind those closed doors, they may use that to let them see the last thing they'll ever see. Well, there's even signs posted, and this is, I guess, why I don't understand why people think that they're going to be able to get away with this is because they even have signs posted like you're not even to take pictures of like area 51 like you're not right. even supposed to be taking pictures anywhere near there so what makes them think that physically walking past all of the no trespassing signs is not going to get them harmed right i mean the thing is you know it's ignorance takes a toll on a lot of people and you know if you if you are going to be for lack of better words, I guess, dumb enough to walk past those signs. Well, I can't necessarily say I feel bad, you know, because it's it's none of our business, really. I mean, the, the government, specifically the military, is there to defend us. And it's not even necessarily that it's a government thing. It's more of a, I mean, it's a military installation that has armed forces there to protect its country and you know if they i as a taxpayer you know what protect your assets absolutely you know they said that they will protect their assets if you know they'll do what it takes to protect the assets that they have there and you know that i i'm in full support of that because i guess you know maybe i'm just not dumb enough to go to area 51 and try to storm it you know myself that to me, that's just a bunch of hogwash. Because <laughs> I, I just can't even wrap my head around even thinking about that. And I I wouldn't even go uh, storming into uh, the military base near where we are. And I mean, here's one of the signs. Um, and I think this is at like the front, like the one of the front entrances. Um, because I did read that some of the personnel actually have to take like helic or like private planes out to this installation because it is so far away from everything else. Sign says, warning, U.S. Air Force installation. It is unlawful to enter this area without permission of the installation commander. While on this installation, all personnel on the property under their control are subject to search. Warning, no trespassing. Maximum punishment is a $1,000 fine, six months imprisonment, or both strictly enforced. Photography of this area is prohibited. No drone zone. And stuff like this is posted everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I saw um, 
I, I think it was maybe a year or two ago. It was a video I saw. I think it was on Facebook. Um, these guys were being nosy. On and, four-wheelers? Uh, I, I think it was on four-wheelers. or I mean, it may have even been in... I, it was probably four-wheelers. But they, they were driving up there, and before they could even get into the base, they were already greeted with uh, some hardcore military dudes I wouldn't mess with. Well, they hadn't even made it past the signs. Yeah, I think they just got up to the signs whenever they were met by the guards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I, I just, I wouldn't do it. You know, I would say that it's going to be a health hazard to try and storm Area 51. Oh, and Absolutely. And if you value your life, I mean... Because seriously, they they say, you know, they're saying you can't stop us all. But do you really want to take that significant chance of, okay, let's just say that one person out of these thousands of people survives and lives to tell about it. Do you really want to be that one in 60,000 that, or have that one in 60,000 chance? I mean, is your life worth throwing away? Or even uh, me and you were talking about this probably the other day. We talk about random stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. But, you know... That's how we got a podcast. Uh, let's say... Okay, let's say somebody gets in. Do you really think you're going to be able to just open up any random door and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and find just whatever you think you're looking for? Like, that's not... No. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the other thing, you know. You're... If... Just for the sake of argument, let's say there's aliens on Area 51. You're not going to... If you storm the base, you get past all the military... Uh, you make your way to all the all the buildings that quote house the uh, the alien life forms or technology. Do you really think that the door's gonna be unlocked? Just for anybody to walk in, just willy. I mean, you know, open it up. Come in, we're open. <laughs> I'm sure they've got those signs on all their doors, and I'm sure none of them have a keypad, and I'm sure none of them have deadbolts or. <laughs> I'm sure that none of them have a little swipey thing where you take a fancy little debit card looking thing and swipe it and it beeps and and I and quite honestly it's probably got a a retinal scanner or or a hand scanner. I mean, there's you can't just walk right in. I will say though, all of this publicity publicity wow, I can't talk tonight. Publicity has been I feel like phenomenal for all of the gift shops and like tourist attractions. Oh shoot, yeah, they're they're having a great year. <laughs> they're they're having a great year, and if they get you know sixty thousand people popping in, that's going to try and get some souvenirs before they die. I mean, hey, they're still going to make that money by sixty thousand people. But I mean, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, I I don't believe that it's a great idea for people to storm Area Fifty One, and I really hope that everybody comes to like we should not be doing this this is a joke i'm really hoping nobody's gonna do something as reckless as this um but yeah i mean as much as i would love to say oh yeah all sixty thousand people or more are joking the sad thing is that's probably not very likely that they're all joking and probably not i mean Probably not. Today's society, you gotta gotta look at that. Now, um, staying with, I guess, the extraterrestrial conversation um, with Area 51, do you think that we will ever discover in our lifetimes extraterrestrial life? Well, 
the that that's a that's a loaded question in my opinion uh because you know i think it's possible i mean do i think it's likely maybe not but i mean you, you never know i mean if there is another intelligent life form out there that does have the technology which i'm sure there's some sort of life form out there in the uh universe that does have that technology uh because there again, trillions of, not even just stars, but trillions of galaxies that holds trillions of stars. I mean, odds are there's someone out there that can do something and, you know, it could be any day now. It could be any year now or any century or millennia. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, really, only time will tell and it's it's just, I mean... We, we may find a way, you know, if, if we can Im- improve our technology to the point to where we can scan outlying galaxies, you know, if we can improve the technology good enough to do that, I think that we absolutely will find alien life. And with, with how, how quickly our technology is advancing, you know, especially nowadays, I think that it is very possible that we can if not find a, another planet that's that would support life, I mean, we may find more detailed information, such as maybe life forms. But there again, you know, I've also got that, uh, I told you about my, my, and it was just kind of like a, a way to screw with your mind about, like, the solar system. Who's to say that, you know, Jupiter is actually like some sort of, you know, it's got a little rock planet inside of its big gigantic atmosphere i mean who's to say that you know there wasn't intelligent life there and whenever the planet started to go to crap they went underground and they've adapted to live underground i mean we can't look inside of the atmosphere it's too dense so i mean there's a number of ways that we could have life right down the road from earth and we just don't know it i mean we don't have the technology to, to discover that so i mean i believe anything is possible does that answer your question? <laughs> no, that definitely does answer my question. I guess, you know, talking about stuff like this is more opinion-based. Oh, absolutely. Just because there is no hard, solid facts of no. this is what's going on. I mean, you know. The the closest to hard, solid facts that you get is best guesses. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, that's there. we don't have anything to, to really prove anything at all. I mean, they, they they've found planets that are just like earth and then they've disproved that shortly afterwards you know they're like oh this planet's just like earth and then they're like just kidding it's full of nitrogen you know i can't breathe that so i mean there's there's all kinds i mean just like pluto pluto was a planet for the longest time and then they you know they reneged it you know like no just kidding so i mean as technology advances i you know i'm sure we'll we'll find something of some sort that's credible. And I think that's that goes for any field when you're dealing with the, I guess what you would call unknown. Or you paranormal. Know? I mean, really, it's paranormal because mm-hmm. it's out of out of the norm. And, I mean, and it is. And, you know, that's one of the biggest reasons why my brother does this is because he wants to... He wants to find answers for those things that all of us have no idea about. And that's why I think a lot of us in a paranormal field of some sort do what we do because we want answers. 
Right. And, you know, we want to find out either, A, why things go bump in the night, or B, if there's intelligent life somewhere else in space. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons and, you know, ideas as to why things are the way that they are. And right. I think that it's the exact same way for, like, extraterrestrial life. Right. No, absolutely. And uh, just uh, real quick, and for the, the listeners, y'all may not notice anything, but we're going to go ahead and put a spot for our sponsors here for whenever they decide to come to us. So we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. So if you didn't hear a sponsor, <laughs> we don't have a sponsor yet. Come sponsor, let us sponsor you. Uh but yeah, no, as getting back to what you were saying, you know, that's that's human nature. Mm-hmm. You know, the one of the the biggest issues with human nature is we can't deal with mystery. Secrets. Secrets, mysteries, conspiracies. That our our mind just can't handle it because the way that we are programmed is we have to know why A plus B equals C, mm-hmm. and if we don't, it drives us absolutely nuts. Well, and I think a lot of the times, too, like, things being secretive automatically makes them negative. Right, right. Well, I mean... You, and that's with a lot of things. Absolutely. I mean, let's let's just flip it to something outside of paranormal. So, let's say that uh, I get a text message on my phone, and I'm secretive about it. You ask me, hey, who's that? And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. Is that not going to eat at you? That's automatic. Yeah, and it's automatically like a negative thing. Like, why are you being secretive? Why does it have to be a secret? Why are you hiding it? Like, you Oh, know, you're cheating. You cheating. That's exactly what you cheating. You know, and like with the, you know, people saying like, well, the government's, you know, keeping <clears throat> secrets. That, it doesn't necessarily make it negative. But I think a lot of people perceive that to be a negative thing that they have yeah. to keep it a secret. Everybody keeps secrets. I keep secrets. You keep secrets. The kids keep secrets. They ain't gonna tell you who broke the Lego set. Nope. They ain't gonna tell you who spilt their drink. And we're not gonna tell them what we bought for their birthdays. Like, I mean... Right. So, who, we're the real conspiracy theorists. I know, right? So, I mean, that's that's just how the cookie crumbles. So, I mean, but yeah, that's, that's, that's just human nature right there. You know, we... We hate mysteries. We hate secrets. Uh, I mean, I myself, you know, I, I like surprises, which is a secret, you know. If, you get, if you're going to tell me, oh, yeah, I got a surprise for you, I'm going to say, well, don't tell me. I don't want to know about it. But see, I'm the exact <laughs> opposite. I hate surprises. I do not like them. They get on my nerves. But there again, I don't like secrets. I like surprises because usually I'm getting some sort of benefit out of it, and it's not negative. Because most surprises aren't, it doesn't have that negative, is it commentation? But see, when I think of surprise, there was a big viral thing. And I guess we are kind of getting off topic, but this just pops in my head. Ah, That's our podcast for you. I hate clowns. I hate clowns. They're horrible. Holy crap. I didn't know you were going to go far left field. Oh my gosh, you said holy crap and you you weren't (laughs) looking at me and I thought there was a clown behind me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, so, so... And the, the one in a million chance that a random clown pops I up is going to be right, right at that time that you said, "Hey, you know, talking about clowns." Oh my god! <laughs> now she's going to go. She's going to shut the door now. Oh, uh, she's dead bolting it now, man, man. Okay, so back to my, um, back to my clown story. So, so when somebody says like, 
I'm going to get you a surprise. The first thing that pops in my head is all those viral videos where a clown dressed as Pennywise would come and deliver you donuts. I don't like surprises. That's the first thing that pops into my head when I think surprise. Okay, so whenever anyone has ever told you, hey, I'm going to get you a surprise, has it ever been uh, negative? I usually find out before the surprise gets there, so... Okay, well, the unsurprising surprise, was it ever negative? No. Okay, so right now you're like at 100% non-negative, but you automatically assume it's negative. Correct. Even though every surprise has never been negative. Correct. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) But I do think with every, you know, because my train of thought for that is completely different than like yours, I think that's where you get even conspiracy theories, um, let's say like with Area 51, some of them are so different than others. And I think it's because people's just the way you think about things is completely different. Well, you know, at the end of the day, the way that it works, uh, the human mind works with secrets and, and, and conspiracies is, you know, if if there's a conspiracy about aliens, if it sounds good and that's all the information we're getting about a certain location, then our mind is trained to say, you know what? Yeah, that's right. Because even if it's not true, some sort of certain answer or certainty is better than nothing that's that's just how the mind works just like uh uh people with with ghosts you know there there's there's people out there who automatically think that since there's a a sound in their house oh it's a ghost and they believe it and then you get 765 paranormal out there and they're like no you got creaky pipes Mm -hmm. i mean you know it gets proven that no it's not paranormal at all it's just your old ass house I mean, I know that's, I mean, that's true. Or if you grew up not ever knowing about ghosts or spirits or anything paranormal, if somebody tells you like, hey, my house is haunted, you're going to laugh and say, yeah, okay. Right. But for somebody who does stuff with the paranormal, I don't want to say it's easier, but I guess it's, it, for some of us in our minds, it's like, oh, okay. That could be a possibility. I'm not going to completely rule it out. Let's do some research. Right. You like know. your brother. He's mm-hmm. he's like that. Uh, in which I, I am too, you know. I, which I, I guess I've probably said it on almost every episode, but I always bring up the Fowler Jail. So I won't even bring it up because if you're listening to this episode, you probably listen to those episodes. Uh, but I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm still skeptical about the the ghostly spiritual paranormal because i mean there's just a lot of stuff that still doesn't make sense and i don't know for certain anything about it and i guess you know and for me i'm like that with aliens i'm still a little on the fence to a degree about aliens but you believe in ghosts absolutely absolutely i i would and just going to the scientific side of it scientifically and and from my understanding and research i've done you have a much higher chance of there being alien life than there being anything called ghosts now okay now since you know we kind of go on banters on our podcast anyways and we kind of get off topic incoming banter i've been physically touched with no explanation whatsoever absolutely no other explanation right so would i mean is that not would that not be enough for you to believe in the paranormal? 
with like spirits and ghosts and entities and things like that. You getting touched? No, if you were touched. Oh, okay. Touched. I was going to say, you touched. getting touched doesn't tell me nothing. No, if you were touched. <laughs> no, if, if I were touched and I was absolutely certain that it couldn't have been anything else, you know, I might lean more towards it. I've never been touched by an alien. I've never seen a UFO. I've never had any weird experiences of abduction or anything like that. Anything that could possibly be related to aliens or extraterrestrial life. I've never had experiences experiences with that, and I have never seen any solid proof evidence of that. Now, on the paranormal side of things, I've been touched, I've heard things, I've seen things. Like, I am surrounded by a group of, you know, investigators that are very, I'm trying to think of the word. Intelligent? intelligent and they all have a lot of integrity like right right which of course you know coming uh that being said to anybody who doesn't know them doesn't mean nothing because they don't know their integrity other people don't touche so yeah they what 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 good's the integrity that you have for them to someone who doesn't even know them i mean no that's that's a very valid point now i have another question for you okay do you think that we will ever get to a point where we will have enough proof of whether it be paranormal, extraterrestrial, whatever, for people to say, you know what, that's real? Do you ever think there will be enough people to believe in this kind of stuff to make mm. a difference with technology or advancements or uh, put funds into it or anything like that? I mean, really, the. Not not really, just because there's going to be so many skeptical people that offset everything. And, and, and speaking of integrity, any sort of news media, social media, you name it, has little to no integrity anyway. So spreading the word about it wouldn't do no good. See, I don't believe that. I don't believe that 100%. Now, now let's, let's just... I'll, I'll throw an example of something that may put... I guess, the integrity into the story. So let's just say that uh, there's a crash site somewhere, and this is, of course, with the UFOs or aliens Mm -hmm. and whatnot. We'll just say that there's a crash site, and in this crash site, they find technology with a teleportation device that breaks you up into microatoms or whatever and sends you a thousand miles away, and then poof, you pop up. And then they give this technology, they put it into commercial use, and everyone can start using it. And they cover the whole story from start to finish and say, this is from an alien ship. Okay, you know what? If I'm actually getting to use this alien technology, okay, you know what? I think I might believe that. So you think it would take something massive to get people to... Yeah, it, it'd have to be, like, with as far as extraterrestrial goes, it would have to be a massive advancement in technology just out of nowhere to, to get people on board with that. Because, I mean, you know, if they say, oh, well, uh, uh, alien ship crashed and now we get a super fast internet because of the technology. You know what? No, that's that's been in the making for, you know, decades now. So I'm not inclined to believe that a alien spaceship gave us super duper fast internet. I mean, it would have to be something that's that's literally pretty much life-changing. 
and as far as the paranormal, I think it gets even harder to prove something like that just because, I mean, it's that's that's really a tough fight to, to prove something like that. Yeah, just kind of curious on your thoughts on that. You know, just because there's a lot of things that get started up that people are like, you know what, I'm going to believe in that and I'm going to just run with it, whether it's for a cause or a belief system or, you know, you name it. There's a lot of, I guess bandwagons for lack of better words that a lot of people have jumped on and have carried on throughout a well, yeah. long period of time yeah ab- absolutely i mean but you know the thing is and when it, even whenever it comes down to to proof for the paranormal mm-hmm. now it, i mean that's there's no integrity in that either because literally any sort of proof that you can get can be doctored so unless you yourself capture that evidence and know for a fact that you're the only person that has touched that evidence, and you review that evidence by yourself, and you get that evidence by yourself, you're not going to believe it. Well, un- unless you, you do believe in that mm-hmm. stuff. But if you're like me, you know, I, I wouldn't believe it. But like the Fowler Jail, that um, EVP, I think, we were I was doing a flashlight session. Flashlight was cutting off. You know, it was actually working. The, I, I was having an intelligent conversation and then whenever I listened to the recording of it, whenever my light was going off, there was very specific sounding noises that pertained to that location that was, I mean, it was silent in that building. But I could see your point, like, if I was somebody who didn't, let's say, didn't believe in those things, I would probably think that you were crazy or that you had been up too long, that that was just, I could probably give you a billion explanations for what could have made a noise that sounded like, like what you heard. The keys jingling, mm-hmm. even though nobody had. Somebody keys. <laughs> could have been rustling around in their pot, but if I wasn't there, right, exactly. You know, so I get, I see your point, and I guess you know, just like the same. Who's to say that these people who have claimed to be abducted by UFOs, who's to say it actually didn't happen? Who's to say yeah, it did I mean, or didn't? I mean, I'd say chances are it's not likely because if if I was a intelligent species, which we are human, so. Uh, I don't think that I would want to secretly abduct another species that is also an intelligent species and then do a bunch of weird probing things and and all that junk and then send them right back. I mean, I'd be afraid that I'd piss off the other species. I mean, no, I mean, yeah. I mean... You know, that, but I guess I could see like where it would be harder to jump, and I like I don't want to call them bandwagons, but that's uh, the bandwagon. only word I can think of to use. I mean, I guess I could see where it would be harder for people to jump on these bandwagons of extraterrestrial life, and you know, things like that. So that makes sense, right? That makes sense, right? I mean, and there's there's conspiracy theories everywhere about everything. About everything. And uh, I think on one of our next episodes, we're going to go over Bigfoot. Yes. Because uh, we had a we had a spotting a little close to home, so yep. we're going to... Quote, unquote. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that for sure. That'll be, a, that'll be a fun one. Yeah, I think so too. I definitely think we're going to have two opposing opinions for I that one. I think, well, I don't know. I don't even know what, I don't even know what your viewpoint is on Bigfoot. We'll talk about that in the next okay, podcast. Yeah, good, good <laughs> shout. Um, well, I, I mean, I think uh, that concludes this episode. Um, 
I'm sure we'll we'll probably touch back on it because uh, I, I've got a very high interest in uh, extraterrestrial research and life and all that other even junk. just like we're big space buffs and oh absolutely. you know that kind yeah. of thing too so we'll definitely do some more um talking about subjects like this if you guys follow <clears throat> us on facebook leave some comments so we can kind of get y'all's thoughts and opinions and things like that yeah absolutely and, and uh, go ahead and check us out on uh, our anchor platform as well um whether you're listening to this on uh i mean we're on nine different platforms as, as of right now so, I mean, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, go to the Anchor FM platform, find us on there, and be sure to, you know, help us continue to do these podcasts and click on the support this podcast. A small donation goes a long ways. It's, of course, always appreciated, never required. We, we enjoy doing this, but if you want to support us to help us get better equipment and get to where we're not both using the same microphone... You know. <laughs> oh, you love sharing microphones. I love getting up close and personal with you. <laughs> oh, and one thing, too, I want to say is that um, I do want to remind everybody that in the comments, wherever you guys are leaving your thoughts and opinions, always be respectful of other people. That's a big thing for us. So yep. judgment-free zone. Yes, be mindful, be respectful, and don't be judgmental. I don't care if you uh, if you believe that Flubber from the movie Flubber is actually real or not. I mean, no judgment. So, yeah. uh, and on I think it's August seventeenth. Be sure to hit us up at the Fowler Theater up in Fowler, Indiana. They're, we're gonna have a big old convention up there. We're gonna be uh, representing Seven Six Five Paranormal. Um, are we actually have a documentary coming out as well? Um, Seven Six Five does. We are going to be showing that at the convention. We're going to have a bunch of different vendors. Uh, we're going to have some food trucks out there. So anybody who's up that way, get your tickets. Come on an investigation with Seven Six Five, and we can't wait to see everybody there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and y'all remember Rune in the Moon from our uh, previous podcast? Well, guess what? She's going to be there too. You look like you were going to say something. Okay, no, you're just getting comfortable. Got it. <laughs> well, and then also, yours truly will be announcing. Yes. Got to get my announcer voice. <laughs> Hopefully it don't sound like that. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll yeah, work we'll on work on it. We got a five and a half hour drive. We'll work on it on the way there. Then I, then I won't have a voice left this to use. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, thank you very much for listening. Be sure to give us a like, share, subscribe, support us. Click whatever links there are underneath us. I mean, whatever it is, just uh, uh, show us some support. We appreciate it. And also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. 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 We've got a few reviews, and so far we're at a five-star, but we only got one written review. So Yeah, we uh, love hearing the feedback. Yeah. You know, hearing and knowing what you guys think, and even things that you guys want us to talk about, throw them our way, and if... They're not too risque. I'll be willing to talk about them. Heck yeah. <laughs> and if they are too risque, I may talk about them. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, we're, it's, this is kind of like a, a crowdsourcing thing. You know, we, we want engagement. Uh, we're, we're very big in the community engagement. And then also, while you're at it, go ahead and check out 765 Paranormal. Give them a like. Check out Rune in the Moon. Give her a like. Just give us all likes. We like the likes. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, anyways, uh, that concludes this episode of That One Show with the Newmans. I'm Ethan. And I'm Bethany. And y'all have a fantastic morning, day, or night.